Welcome to Chapter 2 of Health System CIO's interview with Sue Murphy, Chief Experience Officer at University of Chicago Medicine. In this segment, Murphy talks about the steps her team is taking to provide constructive input for nurses rather than auditing their behavior, how she's using the tactics she learned as a nurse to improve the caregiver experience, and the one aspect of patient care that will never change, no matter how advanced technology becomes. The following Health System CIO podcast is brought to you by LK, a nationwide leader in healthcare connectivity. Decommission your legacy systems with LK Archive. All systems, all data, one consolidated solution. Retain 100% of your legacy data at 20% of the cost with LK Archive. For more information, visit lk.com. That's E-L-L-K-A-Y dot com. As far as the heart of medicine, how are some of the ways in which you work with staff? Is it sitting down and looking at things, or I'm sure that the press gaining information kind of factors into that as well? Yeah, a little bit. Um, that's a really good question. So in the beginning, when we work with a group, so I think it might help if I gave an example, we've worked with the whole radiology department. So prior to even starting with the heart of medicine, we sit down with the leaders of that team, the leadership members, and we look at what are qualitative and quantitative outcomes we want to see with the program and then we talk about the schedule and so we start with workshops and we bring people to a workshop so once we decide on the data then we decide on how the logistics are going to work we bring people into experiential workshops that really talk about some of the things I talked about why you went into healthcare, what makes a difference to you you know you're with your team we have two really important workshops one is called engaging your heart and the other is called leading heartfully so once okay. we finish those workshops and go through those elements, then we do direct observations of those caring for others. So if you go through the workshop, we may come in and watch you care for your patients. And what's really different about this program that I love is that it's not just about auditing their behavior, but it's shining yeah. a light on what they do well. And then after we watch them and observe them, we give them a report, and it's all positive. You know, it's not you should have opened the door, you should have sat down. It's all positive. And the positive then reiterate what a difference you're making to patients with that report. So that's kind of the circle of what we do with heart medicine. Right. Okay. And then in terms of uh, the press and, and the information gathered there, can you just talk a little bit about what the goal is and what's being done mm-hmm. in that regard? So with Prescani, what we do is we use a um, program called Tableau. Tableau is a, a way we distribute the data. And so every mm-hmm. week we refresh it, and it goes to all leaders. And then we look at comments and scores, and we track the trends and outcomes of what are patients saying. So are there issues with wait time? Are there issues with food? Or are there ways to acknowledge? So the Heart of Medicine program teaches the tactics, the coaching, and the mentoring. It's really about the leaders distributing the data and what the patients are saying through press gaining. Right. Okay. And, and I'm sure that, as you touched on, it really does make a difference when a patient is receiving a follow-up call and instead of, you know, how are you feeling, there are specific questions. And I'm sure that that's something that goes a long way toward patient engagement. Absolutely. Okay. And you mentioned um, being a nurse. I can imagine that that really is beneficial in this role. And can you talk a little bit more about some of the ways in which that nursing experience influences your leadership style? Absolutely. I just believe that, as all of us have the story, I went into nurse for care for others. So I believe that some of the tactics I learned about how to care for patients, I can care for those who care for others. And so it really brings me joy 
to see the growth in people, to see them achieve the outcomes, and use my experience to help mentor others to be that way, the way of being with patients that's caring and from their heart. It's, it's interesting. Um, I was at Hims a few weeks ago, and there was a, a patient experience summit where Adrian Boissy from Cleveland Clinic was talking about the role of empathy in care, and it was really interesting to me. What are your thoughts on that, on, on really trying to make sure or put processes in place so that empathy is part of the process? Yes, I think really important that it is part of the process, but what I've learned is it can't be told to do. It's got to be genuine, and they have mm-hmm. to understand what the patient needs. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really important to talk to people and coach them to say, put yourself in through the eyes of the patient and turn your observers on and see what a patient needs because one person's empathy is different than another's. Right. And I have never been successful to say, okay, everyone, today we're going to be empathetic. So go in there and be empathetic. Right. It's all about they understand what it looks like when they are, right. what the patient feels when they do, and how it brings them joy when they do that for people. And then it becomes, like I said before, contagious. So I'm a, I'm a little bit of a rebel when it comes to saying, okay, empathy workshops, here you go, go be that way, because you have to understand the role of the, the patient, what they're going through, and what the caregiver is going through. And it's not for me to go tell them what to do. They have to find it in their heart. Right. That makes a lot of sense. So one of the other areas I wanted to get into was patient satisfaction versus patient experience. I've seen those two sometimes even used interchangeably and just wanted to get, get your thoughts on that and what that perception might mean. To me, patient experience is the score. If you're having experience, you're going to tell me if it was good or bad. It's how I'm going to score you. Patient engagement to me is really about how am I included in the plan of care? Are you engaging me in the care? So you're rating my experience like you'd rate it if you go out for dinner or buy a car. That's the experience. Engagement is about how it's inclusive of the care, how you include that patient or that customer, whoever you want to say, into the care they're receiving. Right. Okay. That's my feeling. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about some of the the initiatives that are are in place right now. And as far as down the road, is there anything that specifically you're looking at or is it a matter of just going forward with the programs that are already in place? Yes, definitely moving forward and continuing to, to hardwire and really look at the outcomes of what we're already doing around the things I talked about. But I do believe down the road, two things that I think need to be really assessed. One, understand the complexity of patients' lives more and really understand what true shared decision-making is in their care. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes we, have, we follow a lot of regulations and things that we have to do in order to get to the outcomes we need to get to, right? right. So the government tells us what we need to do and the hospital tells you know. But in the future, are we really doing them with the idea of the patient's thought and perception around it? So I think that's big. I also think really understanding what telehealth means and what Mm -hmm. technology is out there that we can do, just like I spoke at a HIMSS, not just to make it easier for the clinician, but to make it more inclusive for the patient. Right. Are there, I don't want to say concerns, but are there challenges when it comes to telehealth that, that aren't often addressed? I mean, I feel like so much of it's focused on the reimbursement piece for good reason, but as far as really making sure that patients are getting what they need from the experience? 
Yeah, I think there's opportunities and challenges in anything. I think the challenges of telehealth or moving technologies to the next level for patients, to me, is really about, again, not just putting it in because it's the new bright, shiny object, but making sure the patients understand what's important to them and the clinicians for them. So sometimes we just do it because we hear it's a great thing to do, but do we really understand how it affects everybody? So that's my thought on that. So, So I just think when you're implementing telehealth or new technology, Make sure you have patients and those that are be caring souls around the table to help with that decision-making, with the strategy, and where are we going with it. Because I have found it so successful when patients are around the table. Even though I've been a patient before, we all, we're not in that realm when we're in that, on that table. So bring right. in a patient who experiences, they have taught us so much. Yeah, that's an interesting point, too, because one of the other things that really stuck in my head from Hims was talking about how having focus groups is a great thing. It's really important, but making sure that it goes beyond that point to where patients really are contributing or engaging and having an impact on some of the, uh, you know, the decisions that are made. Absolutely. And then when they have the impact, go back and tell them the impact they've had, and then they want to do it again. So I think sometimes yeah. we, we move on and we're on to the next thing, but we never take the time to go back and acknowledge the patients that are doing it to say, can you believe with your opinion and your thoughts, look what we created? And they're like, oh, my God, and then they want to do it again. So we can't right. forget that part. Right. Now, the final thing I wanted to touch on was looking, looking back at, at your career on the nursing side and even your current leadership role. I'm sure it's been really interesting to see this evolution when it comes to patients and the role they have in their care. And any thoughts on that, on really just what what we've seen as far as that change and and that evolution and whether it's going in the right direction? I was just talking to someone about this, so that's why I'm kind of laughing. So this is what I really believe. But certain things, you know, weren't there before with technology and cell phones and the way we could communicate with patients through text and Facebook and all the ways we could do it with, you know, all the things we could do. So I think social media has changed the world a lot for patients and for healthcare because now yeah. things are easily accessible through what they're researching on their own health or we're communicating with them. But the funny part is from today to 30 years ago, People just want to be cared for. So that part hasn't changed. So when you touch the heart of the patient and, you you know, when they had a baby with me when I was an OB, when I first started as a nurse, or today, people just want to feel cared for. So that hasn't Mm. changed. So to me, yes, technology, innovation, experience, uh, millennials, you know, all the stuff has changed, but people just want to be cared for. Yeah, it's really interesting. And how we do it is through the burdens with leaders, and we do it with genuine, and we don't teach people to do things, we make sure they find it in their heart to do it the right way. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's a perfect way to wrap this up. I really like a lot of the points that you've made, and this has been, this has been really interesting. This is not a role that our organization has really dived into that much, so I really appreciate this perspective. Well, you're very welcome, and if there's something more you want to elaborate, I'm happy to do that. You can tell I love my job, and I'm Really, really blessed every day to be able to make a difference for those who care for patients and the patients we serve. Yeah, well, that's great. And it, it does definitely come through in speaking to you. Um, great. All great. right. Well, I will be in touch, but thanks again. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Your questions were really thought out and wonderful. I really, really enjoyed talking with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. All right. You have a great day. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.